It's Monday. The clock shows the time. Come closer. Hear the knock on the door. Welcome to the House of Mystics. Hello, and welcome back to the House of Mystics, where we are always trying to build a community. And tonight, as always, I'm accompanied by... Blaine. Lisa. Brandy. Patrick. Tabitha. And tonight's topic. But you didn't tell them. We are actually producing this podcast in the Mystic Frog. Yeah, actually we are. We are right now at the Mystic Frog. And uh, we are in the back room. Dun, dun, dun. Where all kinds of magical stuff happens yeah if 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 somebody tells you at the mystic frog you want to go see the back room say no don't do it run run far far away run far away don't mind the blood splatters on the wall exactly (laughs) so you understand it looks like the teletubbies were murdered (laughs) but it looks fun okay so tonight's topic graveyard etiquette and uh this is interesting because we have a lot of uh different traditions and different beliefs and different techniques when it comes to this it's not just like one thing in particular or specific um but i want to i want to kick this in what is the difference between a graveyard and a cemetery graveyard is attached to a church a cemetery is not what would you say to the people that believe that a graveyard it's only a graveyard because um the symbolism in the let's just say it has crosses and things like that it's very christian we just would you call that a graveyard or you i would say that those are in every cemetery so it just depends on where you're looking because you get certain parts of cemeteries that are specifically geared toward a specific tradition or, or religion depending especially if it's a certain family they tend to be from a specific religion and so they're going to find a lot of them in a certain in the same part but i don't think that it's yeah. segregated by graveyard or cemetery no i i i agree because there's a lot of people out there that think oh well it's a it, you know has a lot of christian symbolism so it's a graveyard no it's actually attached to a church right um so it doesn't matter if you're going to a graveyard or a cemetery, the graveyard etiquette still applies. Correct. Right? Everybody agrees? Yes. Okay, so let's start by talking about the first encounter when you actually are going to walk in a graveyard that we need to acknowledge, right? At least in some, some traditions, this the first, let's just say spirit that you actually acknowledge. That is the gatekeeper, yeah. right? Uh, anybody wants to talk, talk a little bit about that? Well, I know that I've actually seen you and I, and we both do it differently when we go into a cemetery. But for myself, I stop before I enter the cemetery, or at least before I get to the first major landmark in a cemetery whether it be like you know even a garbage can whatever you know mm-hmm. and before the graves actually start 
And that's where I stop and I get out of my vehicle and I take my offering and I ask permission to enter the graveyard before I enter any further. Yeah, definitely we do it different. Um, I usually, when I walk in a, a cemetery or a graveyard, you know, if I'm obviously I'm driving, I will drive the car, I will park the car and I will get out of the car that, you know, mm-hmm. already in the graveyard and I will state my, uh, your intent for being my there, intent yeah. for being there either way. It, that, that doesn't mean that, uh, you're, uh, somebody's, you know, that either, either way are wrong. No, it's fine. You know, you tend to personalize these things. Mm-hmm. So who is the, who is the, the gatekeeper? The first one buried there. Yeah. It's the first mm-hmm. person buried there. Yes. Human. Yeah. Human. It's human. Definitely. A lot of people think that the, the, the gatekeeper for some reason, it's a, a spirit that is not human. That is a, like a guardian that was placed there specifically to guard, you know, that, uh, the, the graveyard, but it's not, it's still human. Uh, um, and, and when it comes to, uh, also like indigenous, uh, grave sites, right. That can change a little, just a tiny bit. Right. But that would be another kind of like a, another topic within itself. So, uh, Anybody here wants to, you, I, I see you making a face. No, yeah, I was just actually thinking about something. So if we, if it's the first person that's buried there, is it be, from the time that it is actually dedicated as a cemetery? Because if you look at the things in terms of the entire world being a boneyard, yeah. you know, you're going to have beings and people that died long before in that same spot, but where these is when the is is when the space is dedicated to the dead. That's what I'm assuming, but it just there's got there's a lot more, and I wonder how they feel about that. About specifically. about somebody else coming in and taking over their gatekeeper position just because it's been dedicated. Well, I mean, it's just a thought I had. Yeah, I think that uh, when it comes to that, I think that that uh, this this actually can can change i don't think that the the gatekeeper uh spirit will be like the same always you don't think it stays the same i don't i don't i really don't what do you think then um i uh alice in brujeria mm-hmm. right the first uh spirit after after we are okay the first spirit that is buried right that spirit is buried and let's just say that apply you apply a time frame another spirit can actually step up and take so that other spirit can continue okay okay right that's a thought right but this usually happens not like okay i've been a year here i've been there no this (laughs) this, yeah it, it doesn't happen that way feel like this naturally happens. It's not like, uh, I don't want to say that this is like a, a talk that they have mm-hmm. and make the decisions. No, no. I think that this automatically happens. Hmm. I haven't thought of that. Right. Um, but, um, going back, uh, thinking about the first person that was buried there and thinking about 
um, how to approach that spirit. Are we seeing stuff in the cameras? Yes, we are. We are, and in in, like I said, in the back room, right? And it's where all the cameras are. Well, the, not the cameras, but uh, the TV is where we can see all the things that are happening with us here. And also uh, at the Mystic Prop at the store, right? And I have Patrick and I have Brandy looking at the camera, right? And, and, and looking and making faces. <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on, right? So going back, going back to the, how you approach that spirit? How you, how do you approach the, the gatekeeper? With honor and respect, and hmm. you're asking permission to enter their domain. And they will tell you no, if you don't get to go. I've had it happen. Yep. Yep. They, they, they actually can make that decision. Mm -hmm. It's not about, I'm just announcing myself. And I'm just gonna walk. I mean, you can. You can. I'm not saying that you can't. You can, but I, I would. But you cannot. It. Yeah, you can. You you cannot have presumptions that the way is open for you. Right. From the perspective of the dead and the gatekeeper. Right. Sometimes the gatekeeper is gonna be like, no, you're not entering because. I I agree. I because I had that happen, like I said, and I always kind of before that happened, I was always kind of like, oh, it's always gonna be just a yes because I'm there with good intentions. And then I went with good intentions and I got told no. I was like, that kind of hurt. <laughs> you know, I was, I was shocked. I was like, what? Wait, hold on. You know, but I had to, I had to listen. Yeah. Um, I got told you can enter, but you can't do anything. It, yeah. I was like, okay. Duly noted. Yep. Um, sometimes this has to do a lot with the personality of the gatekeeper because the gatekeeper, again, is not, uh, it's not all knowing and divine spirit. It's actually a human spirit. So if the gatekeeper had a bad day, it can take it on you. Like, mm. no, you, you, yeah, like you said, you can enter, but you're not going to do nothing. This one happened to be because I was going to a cemetery that is um, in a polygamous community. And the answer that I received was I was going in to get some cemetery dirt so that I could do some workings for somebody from there. And I got told, we take care of our own here. I was like, oh, all right then. Yep, still a no. Yep, it was a no. Still a no. Yeah. So in that case, uh, would you, I want to hear the, 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 the opinions of everybody. In that case, if the gatekeeper tells you no, would you continue and do what you want to do? Or would you respect that spirit? Depends on how big of an ego you have, I would think. I I think that if you are going there with respect, then you should. Why wouldn't you? I mean, if you are being respectful to begin with, you would honor that. And no. if you if you feel that creepy feeling that you shouldn't be there, I don't think you're safe. I think you should go. Okay. Now let's change the perspective just for fun, right? Let's see that you are not going as a witch or a spiritualist, but you're going as a necromancer. Will you still respect the wishes? You better. It's way different. We I would of the gatekeeper. <clears throat> I would of the gatekeeper. You would? I would respect the wishes of the gatekeeper, yes. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I would respect 
the wishes of the gatekeeper because understand that the gatekeeper is kind kind of a leader within the grave graveyard or the cemetery right so if you are going as a necromancer even more you have to respect those wishes and respect that spirit because Again, necromancy is not just going in You're and doing whatever you want. You want those spirits to work with you and for you. And the best way to get that is to ask. Exactly. Now, not the only way. Not the only way. Not the only you way. You still want to ask the gatekeeper because if you don't and you go in and you try to command everything in the cemetery, it's nothing. You're getting nothing. Yeah. So then I'm... I'm I'm gonna do this on purpose. What if you just walk in and 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 the gatekeeper say no, but you decided to walk in, grab some graveyard, and leave? What consequences that can bring to that practitioner? You could bring something home. Okay, bring something home. Yes, definitely. Anything else? You could never be able to go back to that cemetery again and do any kind of workings. Yeah. Your dirt could backfire on you. <laughs> you could have a lot of things. I mean, I, I there there is I going to be find out. Yeah, but there is going to be some sort of backlash or yeah. a consequence for you doing that. Absolutely. Right? That's Probably multiple. Mo yeah, multiple. Not just one. I agree. I agree with Lisa. You know, something can follow you. It could be even the spirit where you took that graveyard. Mm -hmm. Dirt. They're like, oh, oh, really? I'm just I'm just gonna go see what you're gonna do with it. And right. I'm just gonna make get interesting for you. Right. Also, that can bring a lot of that energy to your home. Well, yeah, you've just created that bridge to your home. Yes. By taking their dirt and, and usually, giving them a home in your home. Yes. And the thing is that people that will usually do something like that is people that are don't have the experience. So you try to do a working and all you get is that energy. You cannot do a, a working to 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 prosper or for anything, because all you have is that energy for some because of something you did that you did not have respect for that spirit. So let's move along from that for now, right? And how about uh, offerings? What kind of offerings can you give the, the the gatekeeper? Candy, chocolate, whiskey, money, tobacco, incense, incense, crystals, hmm? crystals, crystals. You could do herbs. You could also do music. You could. I like that one, music. Yeah. You are very right with That's that true. one. That's true. If you don't have anything, music. start singing. Yeah, start singing. I actually hadn't thought of that one. Yep. What else? Because I interrupted you. I'm I sorry. Herbs was one of them that, um, you know. And then also you could, um, I mean, you could say something also meaningful. And you could, you know. So what you're saying that with, with something meaningful you said you can you can have a plea, mm -hmm. you know, to 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 the gatekeeper to see if he you know if you don't have nothing, if right? Okay. So if it is okay, even if you don't have nothing, right? right? Yeah, and uh, I think that that is I think that that is also valid. I what think about that, that food? Also, what about food? Yeah, food yeah, also. You give, yeah, yeah, well, we you, you mentioned our ancestors. But yeah, you you think that the gatekeeper would love to just you know <laughs> have some food. So it has the energy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys feel about a candle? Candle is good. Flame. Water. Water. Seeds. Seeds. Bring life to the mm -hmm. cemetery, to a space that is for the dead. You bring life, correct? That is, that is a very good one. 
Oh, uh, see. Plan something, then nobody thinks you're weird if you take some dirt. Because they think you're just planning. Sneaky, sneaky little mouse. <laughs> yeah, that's. And planning a trip. <laughs> yeah, that, that's very true. Um, and uh, how about blood? Yeah, no. Um, that, okay, let me rephrase that. If you're doing a necromantic working that requires you to offer that, but to, yes. Yeah, but to the gatekeeper. To the gatekeeper, no. Not for a working, but for you to enter as an offering. I would not. Unless we're trying to go to the death realm, then you would offer something, sacrifice even a you know, fly, a, you know, a, a bee or something. Yeah, but your own blood. Not, no, not your own not blood. Not no. Something that's living, but not yours, because you don't want to be connected to it. You want to be able to travel through it and come back. Yeah, You're okay. using the energy of the, the sacrifice of the, to get to there. Yeah, yeah. And the gatekeeper is your best option. Yeah, why, why would you don't give an offering of blood to the gatekeeper? Why? Because he's going to want more. Exactly. You give an offering to a spirit or an entity of your own blood, they will get a, a taste of that and they're going to keep coming for it. Whether you like it or not, so you're gonna start getting sick. You're gonna start getting drained. All kinds of stuff. Very personal. You have thing created that attachment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so we, then you you would say that the offerings that we bring to the gatekeeper specifically, because we're still on the gatekeeper, mm -hmm. um, it is an offering, but it's also to feed the gatekeeper. Yeah, I would say. Because you want to make him happy. You want to... Chocolate usually is the best in chocolate or tobacco or a little incense. But then you can get in there and then you can do your stuff inside there. He gives, you kind of just give him a little please. You know, and then you're able to go in there and do more. Because then you're, there's other things you need to do inside. Oh, yeah, you might definitely. Well save your little energy just to be at the gate, just to give him some taste. Then you move on to what you need to do if, you, if you're allowed to go in. Yeah. So... Well, Mm -hmm. And I just think every relationship, it's a, it should be an exchange. And so you're, you know, you're not just taking, you're giving something and then you're, you know, you're making it fair for both parties. Mm -hmm. It's respectful. Yeah. yeah wouldn't, wouldn't it depend upon the gatekeeper too? I mean, maybe he doesn't like tobacco. Maybe he doesn't like liquor. That can happen. That can happen. I've never stood around long enough. Sorry, I interrupted it, but I've never been there long enough to find out really what they wanted. No, no. Um, but it's also the thought that counts in some way, too, though it is an act of offering. Yeah, because the, the, the thing with this is that when you, uh, you are entering uh, a graveyard and uh, you do your offering and, and you wait for the answer and the gatekeeper tells you, no, I don't want that. Right? For example, you can actually have an answer. Okay, what can I bring you? You know, that would satisfy your needs. So you can allow me to do what I need to do. Yeah. Right. That's this is why it's always good um, um, to carry different things, not just one thing. Uh, in my experience, in my experience, uh, coin is one of the the ones that I use the most. Coin. I give them coin. Yeah, he's not gonna want money. <laughs> yeah, right. true, true, true. Um, and the reason for coin, this is interesting, right? Because it's not because of, you know, like, oh, yeah, give me money. 
right? But it's also because of the old days, you know, coins were very important when it comes to the dead. Not only when talking about Greco-Roman traditions, also in other parts of the world, not only that. You know. Yeah, a lot of times they would put coins in their eyes mm -hmm. to help yeah. them pass over to the other life. Yeah. Pay the toll for yeah. the, the, the crossing. For yes. the ferryman, the river sticks. So there's yeah. been a lot of that. Yep. Okay, so let's move along from the gatekeeper, because I think we talk a lot about the gatekeeper, and we can actually keep talking about it, right? Um, is, is there something going on, Brandy, in the no. cameras? No, just watching it. No. Um, so, <laughs> so once you pay the toll, right? Basically pay the, or give the offering to the gatekeeper and you walk in, right? Um, uh, I would like to know uh, from different, you know, from, from all of you, um, what do you do after that? Do you just keep walking? Or do you have kind of like, I can start, you know, once I pay my, uh, uh, I give the gatekeeper and he allows me to come in to do whatever I'm going to do, right? I start walking in and I start making my presence known to the dead. There, I am here to do this and this and this, you know, if you could, you know, guide me to a spot that would be the best for me to actually harvest or get what I need from it. And I allow the dead to guide me. I don't just walk around like, okay, now this is mine. I can go anywhere and go everywhere to get whatever I want. I actually allow the dead to guide me. Anybody else has a different thought or? Absolutely. And then we catch Tabitha. Yes, and then we catch Tabitha. She's quiet. Because she's been working on something about she astrology. Wander off in the, in the cemeteries. Yeah, but she does wander off in the cemeteries, right? Um, a, a lot. A lot. Yes. <laughs> so let's just say you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna gather some uh, cemetery dirt or graveyard dirt. How do you how do you find the spot? Let's specify, are we talking graveyard, or sorry, are we talking cemetery dirt, or are we talking grave dirt? Both. Difference. Yeah, it's a difference, Very but I, difference. I, I, I would like to know both. Both. So grave dirt, you're going to find, it, you're going to wait, you're going to let the spirits tell you where to go. and or, or you're going to know who you want to go in and who you want to try to make a relationship with to get what you need to get from mm -hmm. that grave. Number one. Number two, you're going to say, this is what I'm here for, and kind of let it guide you to where you're able to do that working through. If you're just getting cemetery dirt, then you've kind of got the same thing. You're just being guided to a good place. You're looking for something like under a tree or, you know, in a, a corner where there's no grave or something. You can get crossroads dirt from the cemetery. Um, you know, you're just not getting it from a specific grave. Yeah, because it depends on like the working that you're doing yeah. because if you're doing like money spell and you're going there because you know there's this rich person that you knew you know that mm -hmm. you want to get it from you already know that i guess you would go to that grave and ask permission there right um and then you're already got your destination mm -hmm. but if not then i guess you could yeah so you either know where you're headed 
Yeah, or, or yeah, because you don't usually get it from graves, right? If you're just going there to get general graveyard, right? No, because if you get it from a specific grave, it's attached to the person. To something. That, yeah, 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 you don't know right. what you don't know. Right. So, what about? Let's just say that this is uh, dirt in the cemetery, right? But it's like like Brandy said, that it's next to a tree. Just you just freely grab it, and that's it. No. You still have to ask permission. You still have to who? To at that point, the whole cemetery, the whole cemetery, including the tree. Exactly. <laughs> and then you're still going to leave it on. You still light incense. You still kind of do your meditation and and your your workings, and then you know then you can, can go for it. Well, and, and you bring a a a, a, a point. Um. You, 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 you mentioned the word meditation, right? So let's just say it again, we're just next to a tree, right? Um, how would you approach that meditation? If you are trying to talk and ask the entire cemetery and the tree, did you just, okay, I'm, I'm here to take this. <laughs> Here's an incense. Thank you. No. Nope, you don't no, do that. No. Breathe, relax, ground yourself, and and just listen because even the trees can talk. You, you maybe no wind at all in the area, but all of a sudden everything starts moving and you can hear it rustle <clears throat> through the leaves and and you'll get a good feeling and then you will, you know, then you know that you can move forward. Or you will get your hair back of your hair on your neck, stand up, and just like something is not right with this area. Don't go here. Let's move down the road a little bit. I mean, I've walked the graveyards and I've just been at different uh, graveyards. I mean, graves, and something's just drawn me to it. And I had to stop there and give you know offerings to it, and then move on to another one. And it'll, it'll just follow. And I'll just end up giving trinkets to all these mm -hmm. different ones. And normally, it's usually kids. And, you know, I'll look at it like, that's a baby. Or that's a little baby, boy. Or that's a little girl. And, and it'll be different things that I end up having to leave. Yeah, so that happens. If you hear, yeah. you can feel. And you you just know where you what to do. Yeah, um, that happens to Tabitha, too, that she's followed by, like, children, too. But uh, uh, for our listeners, I would like to be a little bit. I think you did a great explanation. Right, because I, I think that you are on point. But for our listeners that have never gone to a graveyard or they are starting in their path, right? Um, is it a voice that you hear no, saying? It's a feeling. It's a feeling. It's a feeling, right? You're gonna get a feeling. You're gonna get a feeling. Now, how about uh, elements? Like there's no wind, and the wind blows, and you feel that. Uh, let's cool just say breeze. that cool breeze that mm -hmm. makes you feel good. Right, because it could be different things. It's, it's, yeah, feelings. You know, you have a feeling or an emotion. Right. Um, I think Bob followed mm, us here. Bob followed us. Yeah. Apparently, he's thirsty. Yeah, and he's thirsty. Yes. Right. Um, but also, you know, our it, it could be things like that, like the wind blows. Right. Birds. Birds. Uh, a branch mm. that you know, kind of fell gently you know obviously not that knock you out because that's a no <laughs> right um but it's, it's multiple things so would you say that you just sit down there you can 
or you lay down or you stand or is it's that anything you feel that you need to meditate it's whatever you feel is right at that time you can just i mean you can sit or lay down and just kind of relax put your head back on the tree mm-hmm. and just kind of just you know, not take a nap but even if you need to you there you can it's peaceful and you will get what you, the answers you need by just taking the time to to listen yeah, um, I also think that um, um, you you mentioned birds, but any kind of animals. If mm-hmm. you have a, a, a like a squirrel mm-hmm. or anything like that, that is also a sign behind it. Um, there are um, different different ways that the dead will let you know, right? How about if you feel a cold shiver? That would be a no. Exactly, that, that would be a no. Yeah. Well, it would be a no, depending on whether or not it's a spirit, because there's that as well. It okay. could be a spirit, but you have to learn. I, I, I don't say you have to learn, but at some point you get to know the difference between the two. Yeah. Between the one, how they make you feel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because and if you're new and you get that, you can just kind of move on until you really realize and learn what the difference is. Yeah. You don't want to keep on messing up and or screwing up or whatever you want to call it. Just if you feel it and you don't feel good about it, then just move on to something else mm-hmm. down the road. There's so many that you can just stop at. Yeah, I do. I, uh, there are so many different things that can happen that can make you feel like yes or a no. Mm-hmm. So in, 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 in other aspects, even if we are, you know, like in any part then of the of the grave or the cemetery, right? You still have to have some 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 respect and you still have to ask. You don't have to. I highly recommend it, but you don't have to. Well, yeah, that's true. You don't have to, but have to it would it it would be advisable. Advisable. <laughs> right? It would be advisable. Right. So how about if we are going to a specific grave, right? Yes. Um, would you do exactly the same type of uh, ritual? Depends on what it is. I mean, if it's my ancestors, then my, my ritual would be a little bit different. Like for my mother-in-law, we bring her a cake so, and, we, and we bring her a flower that's alive and we, and we just kind of just sit down and just talk to her. But we're not meditating. We're literally kind of having a communication with you know, our ancestors as if she was sitting right there and we're mm-hmm. going to talk to her. Not but what if, but what if this is an ancestor of more than hundred years? Someone that you never met. You would do the same? No, because you're having to develop a relationship. Uh, that's exactly. Or... That's the difference. Yeah. Right. There is a difference. If you're definitely like Patrick said, if you go to a family member, it's easier because you already had a relationship. So, it, you know, the communication is much easier, right? But even if it is a family member, an ancestor that you have never met before, right? Then you do have to create a relationship with that. So uh, my grandmother takes a cake. My grandfather has a beer. We bring him a Budweiser. And are you we, stealing my family members again? I'm not stealing your... I'm You're just, always trying to steal my family. Because they're amazing. They're they're talkative, and then we feel comfortable when we go there. Those of you who listen and you know, you know, he's always stealing them. Yes. I have a question, actually. Yes. 
Because if you say you're doing a curse or a hex and you're going to a murderer's grave to take some dirt for that spell, you're not going to ask. You're not going to want to develop a relationship. Why not? Well, because then he can help you. Would you? They, yeah, they're bad. Depending. But they're dead. But what if you're spirit. going to this like serial killer's grave? Why not? Talk to him. I would. You would still do it? Yes. I would talk to him and have a relationship with him. I would tell him what, exactly what I'm doing and let him even have it. If enjoy. I'm getting the dirt, I want the connection to the dirt to come with it. Yep. Not just the energy. You could use just the energy. You could. And yeah. you could just yeah. take it. And you I just could. want that nothing attached to me at well, that point. If you're, <laughs> if you're taking his dirt, even without his permission, you're still going to bring that with you. And you'd be like, what's going on? Yeah, that's hard. But Excellent. you know what? He was that for bad. In life, what do you think he can do now as he's dead? So you might as well want his spirit. You want to have a communication. Say, look, we want to do this hex. We want this. Oh, let me in on this, and then we were really gonna have some fun. Okay, now. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to do your thing. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you can. And he'll give you all of his energy and everything. Yeah. Okay, so let's just go to a graveyard then again after the podcast. Tonight? Yeah. Don't tempt me. You know that's my happy place. I would like to go because you're talking about it and make me want to go. Let's go. <laughs> I can tell you five graveyards between here and now. So that's great. So, um, going with your question, mm -hmm. um, when you are testing a hex, right, and you're doing a hex and you are actually going to use some uh serial killer murderous person right um like brandy said it's not only i want the connection uh but i also want the involvement of that spirit i i do right not like that spirit goes and do something but i do want that intention because the graveyard dirt is going to have that that energy of of him that energy you know of who he was and what he did mm. right but the intent is not there right and again you can have a relationship with anybody you can also make a pact with that spirit yeah <laughs> for you yes i'm not giving no blood to no serial killer <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to use blood there's always there are always substitutes it could be a bug. It could be even a, a critter that's just moving around the area. That's basically almost like they gave it to you to use. Then you use that, but you never, ever, ever give your own blood in the mm, graveyard. Not true. Not um, true. Not true. You can the, use your own blood if you're doing a working. There are, yeah. For example, let's just say that I'm going to do a healing for myself, okay. right? And I go to these uh, healers graveyard right uh gravesite um i'm probably i'm gonna probably use a little bit of my blood so i can get healing probably i'm not saying for sure but i'm saying probably there are workings that are things that you can do that you can actually use your blood there's a lot of them that actually involve giving your blood at the actual grave yeah oh yeah for example if you're doing a necromantic right yep to look into the future you need to give your blood if you want somebody to do something for you. All right, all right. You just have to be careful. You have to be careful. Yes, you have to be careful. Yeah. And experienced. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, but 
other things, you know, sometimes you don't need to go to a murderous grave to actually hex someone. You can actually go to someone that was extremely protected, like uh, um, um, a veteran or an ex-military. See, I always take issue with that one because a lot of times it, it depends on how, first of all, willing they were to enlist to begin with. And second of all, how they were treated in the military when they were there. Because if they're resentful toward that position, you might be getting backfired. Yes, yes. But well, that means that you have to do your research. That's one. Yeah. And second, you have to commune with that that spirit. Right, right. You just can't assume. Well, if it's a military person and he died, and he died with honors, it will. If he has a purple heart, or if he has awards that were basically on his graveyard stone, you can almost guarantee that he was a good, a vet, a good veteran, and he died with honors, and he will be a great protective uh, person. True, but you have to remember that back in you know World War Two or whatnot, everyone was forced to sign. Oh up yeah, in the oh yeah. You, but again, you have to know what 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 gravesite to pick, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You're not gonna go. You're not gonna go to uh, Gettysburg um, um, Cemetery mm-hmm. and 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 pick a, a a soldier for that from there because it's not gonna work. Right. Or you know, it's just gonna have repercussions on you. So while we're talking about the research subject. Why don't we talk about where people can go to research graves? Yeah, well, every state, every state, I believe, has a what is that called? Find uh, my grave. Find my grave. Thank yep. you. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, find my grave. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and you can actually do some research about it, right? Uh, there are, you know, that doesn't mean that you have to go to the because I've I've heard people online. Well, when I'm going to research a, a grave, I, I I go to the graveyard. I pick out some names, and uh, I I just Google to see if there's any any information about that you person. Can. You can, mm-hmm. right? But there are other ways. That's not the only way to do right. it. There's multiple ways. You can you can find like you said. You can find a name and back search that. You can find people and back search and find out where they're yeah, buried. Sure yes. Or you can do to find my grave and forward search that way yes many ways yeah there are there are many many ways nowadays but in the in the old days we didn't have all these things right right so uh, it was it was not easier uh, not harder um but you will have to trust your own intuition and your own ability to connect to that dead spirit mm-hmm. yeah definitely so within the graveyard within the graveyard etiquette right when when we are um, trying to, you know, choose a grave or or, or a site for or to harvest something, are we only harvesting dirt? Absolutely not. I've gotten wood. I've gotten water. I've gotten mushrooms. I've gotten grass. Anything. Sage. Anything depending on. Yeah, you can get. Oh yeah, the last one had a ton of sage. Um, but you can get anything depending on what or where it's at and the energy that that specific item holds because the dirt is going to have an energy different than the grass that's growing on top of the dirt even yeah. pine cones that the tree has grown there for a long time and dropped pine cones yeah then you can use even all that in your workings how about if you find uh um nails be careful <laughs> yeah you did that one on purpose yeah brandy brought something <laughs> home with a nail once so always make sure that you have you know what you're bringing home. Yes. 
Yes. You don't just pick up random shit and in don't the cemetery like I did. Right. Exactly. Oh, oh, hell yeah. That's another big one. You, you don't, don't take their stuff. Don't touch things that the loved ones left Never. there. Never. Unless so you're bad. fixing them or realizing. Uh, exactly. Them. But you exactly. should. You should do that. Yes, yeah, we Always. were when we went to Eureka to the yeah. to the cemetery. Uh, there were some graves that there were you know things were fall mm -hmm. you know they 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 were, they were just tilted, right? And 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 me and Tabitha put 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 you know the things together, you know, and 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 we even you know did a a little bit of a like an honoring in, in that moment where we were doing that. When I go, I'm always drawn to children's grave, just like Patrick, and I find myself needing to clean because no one has been there for such a long time where grass has grown over and it's a i shame how some of those are taken care of it's so yeah and i find myself having to do it and every one that i see grown over is usually a child so i'll spend most of the time just trying to take care of it yeah that's that a, that's itself a, is a huge offering is yes it is yeah that's that within itself if that 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 actually, uh, you know, if we go back to the to the to the gatekeeper, you know, mm -hmm. I don't have nothing, but I can assure you that I will, you know, I'm I'm gonna go through the graves mm -hmm. and I'm gonna clean them up. I'm, I'm I'm gonna make sure that you know that the people that are buried there are being honored. Leave it better than you came there to do. Yep. So always leave it better. Um, yes. Pick up the garbage. Don't leave. If you see it on the road, just make sure it's always taken. How about? living things can you would you take living things not from the graveyard the permission from the living thing yeah has nothing to do with the dead <laughs> has nothing to do with the dead that's correct i tried to keep that lizard but it wasn't happening. oh yeah that lizard actually it tried to keep patrick yeah that's true <laughs> that's true it it, it it was crawling all over patrick's arm and yep. back yeah yeah it was, it was fun he was having fun yeah um so Yes. Um, when people talk about graveyards, they usually say they bring their spirit board at midnight and things follow them. What do you think about that? I think that would be a fun time if you knew what you were doing. Yes. We should do it. And it doesn't have to be at midnight, though. You can go there during the day. <laughs> anytime. Anytime. And, you, and I recommend that. If you're going to do it, don't try to do it at midnight. Try to do it first during the day so you can actually see well, so what you're stepping on as you're running your ass away. <laughs> so, you know, just make sure you can see the path before you decide to go do it in the middle of the night and have to get a concoction after you hit a gravestone in your forehead. Not yeah. to mention, in the middle of the night, you got to light candles, you got to come up with flashlights, you're going to get busted, you're going to catch a charge. I mean, come on. Yep. Let's be smart. Yep, that's true. There is no difference if you do it at 12 midday or 12 midnight. None. And anybody wants to say why there's no difference? It doesn't matter. Because it's a liminal space. Because there's a liminal space. It is a liminal space always. Always, always. But if you really want to creep somebody out, it's just Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! I kind of feel like we should do that. We should all get our robes on and we should go oh, hang out in the middle okay, of the cemetery yes. and get like a whole setup going. With on. with a Bluetooth speaker. Oh my god! With 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 with, with, uh, <laughs> with uh 
maybe with uh with monks voices. Oh, can we get a book? Yeah, you get know, a like book. the whole sign your soul to the devil. Yeah, book. and we yeah. Kept, keep walking through the yet graveyard. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we, we went out to the woods and we all had our robes and our gear on and we actually had a police the you know a patrol uh, officer pull over yeah an officer pull over and come over and ask us what we were doing oh you bad people what are you doing and i was like are you guys like doing, doing demolition smoking weed or doing something over here we're like we're it's the full moon we're Look doing a thing you want to join us? I actually yeah. did ask. Did you ask if you yes. would like to be your sacrifice? And then he was like, that's just weird. Well, I think that that would be awesome. I'm here for that. Something like that. Yeah, I think I that would be awesome. I don't think you understand. It's a, it's a <laughs> it does say you want to be my sacrifice. I wonder if you could take that as a threat. So <laughs> you might be in jail. Not for asking politely. Oh yeah, let me just put you on this altar, and I, I have the shiny dagger. It's really not going to hurt you. I promise. Mm-hmm. We don't sacrifice people. Just saying. Yeah. Yes, it was a joke. Yep, he's joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, so again, you know, um, when uh. When we are in the graveyard, right? You know, we don't living things are has they have like like animals, you know, like the lizard or or fire ants. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, did, would you consider those things connected to the dead to that space? Well, they're well, in they're there. alive, but they're also they have a connection to the dead as well because they are in that space. Yeah, they made so. their home there. Yeah. So. Besides the dead, do we have to be aware or careful of other types of entities in the graveyard? Well, you've mentioned a few times of other things that habitat the graveyards. Yes. And it's a liminal space, like you said, all the time. So, yeah, it could be. Yeah. um, um, When it comes to graveyard spaces, you are only going to have the dead. There is also going to be, and I'm, and I'm not saying that this happens in every graveyard and in every cemetery, but because this is a liminal space, there's always going to be uh, that uh, that attraction to uh, demons, uh, to spirit, the somebody spirit that they have never ever had a body before or experienced humanity in any way they are going to be there they are going to be there lurking around and walking around right uh, for different reasons um so if you're walking you haven't picked your grave yet and there's a spirit that is telling you no me 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 follow me follow me 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 I, would you follow blindly or? No. Depending on the feeling that yeah. you get, you could to find out, you know, to, to find out what for, but you always want to have that communication. What are we doing? What's happening here? Yeah, because it's really, it, I want to say that it's rare that a spirit that you, that, that knows that you're there for something tries to get your attention that, like, with that kind of energy like no mm-hmm. me choose me or come to my graveside or 
you know, because we do have <laughs> trickster spirits also in the graveyard. I feel like Tabitha has something to say. She's always following <laughs> that one. Yes. Oh, yeah. We're going to create a leash for Tabitha in the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you're Tabitha, you just follow the spirit. Yeah. So so how about how about uh, what would you consider what are the spots that have more strength or power in a graveyard? Would you say that there are that there's such a thing inside a graveyard? Yes, there is. Crossroads. Yes, crossroads. Mm -hmm. That's very true. What crossroads. If, what about newly buried people? How would you feel about that? I get less from there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that the older the grave, the more energy of the dead it has. Like the Masonic one, that graveyard in the Eureka, it was really that little square where all the Masonic lodge was buried. All their uh, their their people that belonged to that lodge. If that one alone, that square had a lot of energy, and you could feel. And then there was a couple of family plots that were huge, that was well taken care of. And you could feel that there was a different energy than the Masonic one, but it was still enough energy to be uh, as powerful to be noticeable because it had the family love. It was buried, all the family was taken care of it. It just had the love and the spirit there. Then you have some that were abandoned, that were just old, old gravesites. That was just a little bit of energy there, but it was more like they were already gone they moved on and it was just uh, the graves were actually decaying and falling apart and you didn't feel anything there mm -hmm. uh, then you get to some of the children ones and i feel like that their energy it was you know not chaos but it was more sad more the energy was even different there but not as strong as like the Sonic Lodge one or the family plots. But I still felt even the children ones that died, there was a couple that died from the plague and they were there and you can just see that they were all like in an all little role. And then mm -hmm. they felt different even that one. So I guess if you're, you're going in there and you're with an open mind and you feel the spirit, you are going to feel different kind of spirits, oh, yeah. different energy. Oh yeah. That, with that Depending on the graveyard, definitely you're gonna have different different energies. Oh yeah, graveyards have their a different energy each one. Yeah, each one, um, and even grave sites. <clears throat> grave sites also yeah. they all have different energies. It's, and cemeteries they all have different energies. They're, they're not the same. But I would I would say that I would not go for a newer grave. I wouldn't. Why? One because uh, again, less energy, less strength. Also, we have the, the I want to say that if, if it is a, a person that died, so, you know, like, like maybe a year ago, right? That, 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 that spirit is still in the process of, so it's not really a good place to, to take something. What do you, what do you think about the danger in a lunar eclipse? Well, um, um, I do feel like when it comes uh, to the full moon or lunar eclipses, the energy is completely different. So there is always an, 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 in, an increase of energies in the graveyard, always. 
lunar eclipses, full moons. That's why in some dark moons, yeah, dark moons. That's it's why Blood in moons. some in some of the um in some some of the necromantic uh, rituals and rites, you actually go to a full moon or you go in a dark moon and all that. Everybody is like, yes. One is October 28th. <laughs> <laughs> so you told her she wasn't speaking, and now she won't be quiet. The next um, lunar eclipse will be on October 28th. That's hey. perfect. Acting, well, let's, let, let's you do just something. can't see her, oh but God. she's acting like a monkey. She with her arms going up, I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> so let's do this. One of the questions for the poll, or on, maybe not on, in the poll, but one of the questions is. For our audience to tell us if they want us to go. Oh, the hell with them! I want to go. Oh, uh, no, hey, it's not only about going. It's Let's going, going, and actually recording a segment Bye. in the graveyard. I think we could do go. I would not mind doing a séance in the graveyard. Yeah, yeah, me neither. But I still want to go to that haunted hotel we were going to go. Oh to yeah, oh yeah, definitely. We have to, we have to pay. Uh, we have to be mindful about all this because this is really close to Samhain as well. Yeah, yeah. Meaning that the energy is going to be really high, and we also going to have other things going on. You know, not only with the Mystic Frog, but also with uh, with 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 ourselves doing things. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think we should talk about some of the reasons why people would want to go to the graveyard. What can you do in the graveyard? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, wow, I'm, I'm, you know, like doo -doo 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 -doo, a bunch of things came into my head. I go because I just want to, to meditate. I want to just relax. I want to, you know, if I'm struggling or if I'm struggling with something, then it just seems like it goes away when I get there. There's a reason for that. Nah. Yeah, no, there's a reason okay. for that. So there's a re smart ass, no, I wasn't. There's a reason for that. <laughs> Actually, you know, um, um, a graveyard, you know, if, if, if you don't feel good, you're stressed and everything, and you are actually, you know, trying to, to let's, I don't want to say heal, but, you know, process that emotion and actually put it to rest. That's the best place to do it. Yeah. And it's slower. It's very slow. It's very grounding. Very, I, I can live there. I, it's yeah. the connection that I have in a cemetery is unreal. Well, yes. It also feels like time freezes mm -hmm. when you're there. It does. Yeah. Yep. Right. Because of that liminal aspect. Absolutely. Okay. So things besides what we already have mentioned, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and that is kind of like we, we feel comfortable there. Right. It's like this is kind of home, that kind of feeling. Mm -hmm. Right. But uh, reasons to go to the graveyard, uh, to actually commune with the dead. Yeah. Commune with the dead because, again, that is uh, at least I know for me, I know for Brandy and I'm pretty sure that for uh, others here uh, uh, at the table, um, communing with the dead is very important, extremely important. Yes. It's also to go just to pay your respects and to take care of it because just because there's a certain holiday doesn't mean that you have to go and just take care of grace on those dates. Oh yeah. We're, you know, we're caretakers of the graveyard yeah. as well. It's been years since I've done this, but I would love to do it. Full moon rituals. Full moon rituals. Uh, crossroads workings. Yeah. Those are huge. Those are 
I mean, what better place to do a crossroad work again in a graveyard? In a graveyard. It's amazing. Yeah. Crossroads. Uh, road, road openers. Road openers. Honorings. Uh, several of us here work with Hecate. Yeah. So she happens to be, you know, the keeper yeah. of the crossroads. Keeper so of the very, crossroads and got us a necromancy. Yes, absolutely. Necromantic workings. Necromantic workings. Uh, seances. Say, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So many things. Uh, you can actually do spells in the graveyard. Yep. Um, but you also mentioned that you would go there to heal yourself. Oh yeah. But so you can use it for just that reason too. If something is wrong and you got bad, you know, medical, you know, something they told you something, you can go over there and meditate and figure it something out, and it might just be able to help you there. Your ancestors can help you figure out what would be the best result for you. Yep. If you're new and you're trying to see if you have psychic ability, go there to feel the energies to see if there's change. It will help you develop intuition. That's yep. true because you're going to get a little bit more of a response when you're there. Yeah, you're going to get smacked in the face. Yeah, yeah, it can happen. It can, yeah, it can happen. I mean, yeah, be careful walking under trees. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but. I had a, a bunch of things. You asked me, and I got, I got like a bunch of things in my in my head. Um, uh, harvesting, um, let's, actually uh, let's putting. Let's talk about harvesting for a second. Okay. Well. Let's talk about harvesting not only from a witch's perspective, but also from a necromantic perspective. Okay. Because if you're harvesting and you're harvesting from a specific grave, do you want to just go anywhere? No. No. Why? What's the working? Let's talk about if we're going to be doing a working that. Let's just go with a hex, for example. If you're going to be hexing someone. Necromantically, necromantically or. Necromantically. Well, to me, I, kind of, I know you hate it when I say this, but I mix them together because I'm a witch and I practice necromancy. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of intertwine them together. But for myself, I would be going in and I would be getting dirt from the right foot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Why? I would be wanting to dominate. Yeah, dom- domination. This uh, the right hand. Yeah, the right hand, the right the, the right foot. This is why in in in, in the domination works when it, again witchcraft in domination works. Uh, a very simple domination is actually put in the name of the person in your right foot mm-hmm. because it's again domination. Yep. You are dominating because it's that. That's that, that, a that's an old conjure practice. What yes. if in brujeria? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all. Oh, no, I know. It's all the same damn uh, thing. I, I just understand. Different places. No, I understand. But what if the person that you are uh, um, harvesting was left-handed? Then I don't think it matters. I don't think what it matters. What if it's buried upside down? They Come on. They're, not, they're always buried <laughs> upside or right side up, and they're always buried. With Oh uh, yeah. Okay, but... Why is that? Yeah. Because it, unless it's it, a mistake. Yes, because it basically Christian tradition, or basically so that when the Savior comes, they can rise up. Really? Yeah. The, That's the, really and cool. yeah. coming from the sun. It's something along those lines. Yeah. This is why. Facts, in, yeah. This is what in the old days before Christianism, you see the grave sites. They're different. They are. Uh, they are like in fetal position and things like that. Mm. So, like we were saying, right, uh, for domination purposes, um, the right foot, the right hand, and it doesn't matter. I think it would matter depending on you, uh-huh. depending on the, the deceased, because it's going to be where you dominate, but you're going to want 
I, I would go with that because you're never gonna know. So my my um my aunt, she would say different. My aunt would say that no, I will take it from the left because that was that I'm using that person's energy, and that person's energy is left. So I'm gonna use it to left. I don't agree though with her. Well, how is she gonna know? What? How is she gonna know? Well, because she only did ancestral work. Okay, okay. So there you have that. But if you don't know, oh, you yeah. gotta go with what you. Oh yeah. Is gonna work. Yeah. No. Exactly. That's that's exactly why I don't agree with her. Yeah. Because you don't. You're not always gonna know. And it, let's just say that for random, a random situation, you go to a gravesite, you pick from the right foot. And that person was a lefty. Mm -hmm. You don't. You go with what is for you. Let's just say. Right. Yeah. Um. What if you are going to? Uh, what was you going to do? A healing, or uh, work for prosperity? You're going to go with the left hand. Yes, you're going to go with the left hand. You're going to go with the left hand. And how about if, uh, how about if you are just harvesting, not grave, not grave dirt, not grave dirt, but you went there to look for flowers or rocks or wood or branches, right? Um, um, did you take it from anywhere? I would, I would probably take it from where it was available, but I would remember the correspondence of where I got it from because it would tie into what I would use it for, I so, think. So you hit on a point that I wanted to talk about, that you would look at the correspondence. Yeah. So if, if the, let's just say that the rocks in the tree are actually on next to a grave, like really close to a grave, Will you still do will still do the, the the same kind of let's just say right to gather it? Would well, you no, talk to the to the, the grave, grave or it's not on the grave? It's next to the grave, so therefore it has become cemetery rather than grave. Yes, I think that this is very important to talk about because a lot of people are going to go, but it's so close. I feel like I need to. No, you don't. You know, this is kind of like a separate space, right? I did read somewhere that the U tree, the U Y E W, uh -huh. is um, connected to Hecate, and it is said to purify the dead, and that's why you see them a lot in um, more so European graveyards. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also like a, a, a like a, 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 the willow tree, mm -hmm. the willow tree. You see a lot of willow trees in, in, in graveyards. And I've always believed that, that the, the willow tree has a deep connection to the dead. I've always, always felt it. Um, so when it comes to uh, to harvesting in general, you basically follow kind of like the same rules. It depends, you know, if it is cemetery or is a grave site mm -hmm. that might be a little bit different. And also depending on which grave site it is, right. because also that, that personality of that dead spirit also kind of like influences in whatever you're harvesting, right? Do you, you do we wear any kind of protection when we go in the graveyard Probably. or a cemetery? We should. I think you should center and 
you know, guard yourself before you even enter also. But how about charms, talismans, and things like that? I wear specific talismans, but there are people that wear, there, there's certain beliefs or traditions where you have to cover your head when you yes. walk in. Oh, yes. There oh, are yes. certain traditions where you have to walk backwards when you leave. Yeah. Um, there are certain traditions where you have to, um, you, you, when basically you get in and you don't look back, you're not, you know, you're just leaving yes. and not looking back at the cemetery from the time you leave after you, you know, some people clean their feet, you know, all kinds of different things yeah. when you're leaving the cemetery. So it just depends on where you come from and what you were taught. Yep. Yeah. Those different things that happen, you know, uh, and then some people put protection sigils in their feet. Mm -hmm. Yep, yeah, they do. They do. And when I was little, I was told to hold my breath whenever you pass the cemetery or graveyard. I don't know why. I was just told that. Mm -hmm. Hold your breath? Yep, hold your breath. That's a that's a new one for me. Yeah, we do yeah. that when we go through the uh, tunnel. We hold our breath and hold the horn. But yeah, when we are entering, it's kind of like one way that we enter. And yeah, multiple ways, but like there is a difference between entering and leaving mm -hmm. a cemetery or graveyard. Um, yeah, I do a lot of what the, the one that I do is I actually is I used to walk backwards. But now cemeteries are so big that it's mm -hmm. like extremely hard for you to walk backwards. Right. I right? do clean my feet. But I do I do walk away, mm -hmm. not looking back. You know, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm in this, I'm still in the graveyard and if I'm leaving, I know that I'm leaving mm -hmm. and I hear or feel like something calling me, I will not turn around. Because then you have to sever that connection. You have to walk away. Yeah. And then again, that's why I also cleanse my feet. Not always, I, but there are times that I will cleanse yeah, my feet before I leave. And yeah. Not I'll, take I'll, that so, in, 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 in Brujeria, we call it swipe the feet we swipe the feet the the, the bottom of okay. the feet the bottom of the feet yeah yeah we, exactly the bottom yeah um uh another thing that i do that i like to do when i'm in the graveyard uh part of my offerings to the dead is actually i will take some time and i will try to connect to the dead that are willing to move on hmm. and i help them if they want to move on and i Help them cross over. I don't cross them over. I don't do that. I just help them to cross over if they are willing. Okay. Right. That is another way of me giving something back to the spirits of the dead. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is why every time I go to the to the Salt Lake City uh, Cemetery, you know, it's like I get like not ambush because that sounds this like chaotic. Yeah, but it's it's like a bunch of spirits coming in, like. You're back, you know, and, and because I already have created a relationship mm -hmm. with the entire cemetery. Well, that's just like when I went down, when we went to Eureka, and when I first mm -hmm. went into the cemetery, I was welcomed to the point where it choked me up. And, mm -hmm. you know, I was I was literally teared up because it was such a welcoming, you know, when a I went back cold, said, warm welcome. I was like, it, I got all emotional. I was like, oh my God, I've never had that reaction before, but it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. So I get that. I get it. Yeah. Um, um, this is why, at least from my point of view, um, whenever you choose a, a, a cemetery to do your workings and to go in, um, don't only create a relationship with the gatekeeper, 
and the great site that you're visiting. Get to know the entire cemetery, not spirit by spirit, mm -hmm. but at least that the spirit know who you are. I like to take as I'm walking around or, you know, sometimes if I have enough time, I'll sit in the center of the cemetery and just offer incense, you know, yeah. and sit and, and just offer honor, yeah. you know, to everyone there or I'll walk around with it, you know, either one and just kind of offer that to everyone and honor them all as a whole. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Would you say, and I, uh, would you say that there are cemeteries that are more powerful than others? Yes. Would you say that that would be something that is connected to who is buried there? Mm, yeah. Probably, but or time. I would say I would say a little bit of both. I'd say there were probably several factors, but I've never researched enough to find out who's in what cemetery to have that answer. No, I know, but you know there are certain um, like prominent practitioners mm -hmm. that are in specific, you know. Uh, 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 Cemetery. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's just say that you are, and, and again, any kind of tradition, I'm not talking about only witchcraft, okay? I'm not talking about only witchcraft, right? Because let's just say, and I say this with no disrespect to Christians, right? But if you could actually get something, obviously it's not going to be dirt because he's not buried in dirt. But if you could get something that has been energized by, uh, the Pope. Okay. Would you consider that object more powerful than actually going to a gravesite to another religious leader, not like the Pope, and harvesting something from that gravesite? It would depend on the energy backing of that religious leader. It would all depend on who it was and how much they have behind them. Because we create the energy behind people. That's Just the point by that discussing, I was... yeah, we, we create, I mean, they are the, who they are, but we create more energy as people behind Yeah, them. because so for example, depends. let's just say you have like somebody like the Pope that is venerated and honored, even after death, mm -hmm. you know, and that veneration keeps going and keeps going, that is charged by the living, mm -hmm. right? And then you have someone like, um, someone like, uh, someone, let's just say, Mary Laveau, right? Yeah. It's also venerated and it's also remembered, mm -hmm. you know, that is also backed up, you know. But mm -hmm. the total opposite there yeah. is the, the energy you get from both Pope or, uh, or, or, or somebody else. You also have the other energy as a, like Hitler. Because they're, they are a total, complete evil. And their energy is going to be just as up there as if the Pope, but they're on the opposite side. No, no, I get what you're saying. Because they were, they were, they were, they were worshipped as you know, like the Pope was, but they were hated well, yeah. as it's much, just as much of an energy, as, as much as energy as the Pope. Yeah. So you got to, you got the both of good and evil. Yeah. In a yeah. Structure. No. Oh, yeah. You, so you, your energy that's pulling you, you got to be really careful which one you're, you know, you, which one you're following. <laughs> yeah, which one, you, which one you're following, or which one you decide to, um, 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 to use and to work with. Yeah, but I, I, I do, I do feel that uh, 
that one of the most important things when it comes to graveyard etiquette is actually your relationship with the entire graveyard, mm-hmm. not just with one spirit. Right. And that is the, uh, that is separate from the gatekeeper energy. Oh yes. It's completely different. I mean, it's, it's hard to explain the difference, but it is there. Yeah. If, if, if our listeners want to try to understand it better, I would say that is some sort some sort of hierarchy, I would say. Yeah. It's not like an official, like he's the king of that area. No, but it's, he's definitely there and, and he is definitely like in charge. But he doesn't overshadow the entire cemetery. Yes, yeah. exactly. The, yeah. the, the, the entire cemetery is not bound to him. Right. Or they're not his slaves or her slave, you know? Uh, have you ever encountered uh, a gatekeeper that is not human? No. How about an animal? No. No. You know why? Because they have to be human. They have to be the first human yes. buried there. Yeah, no, I'm saying it because I've heard things. I've heard things. People know, you know, the gatekeeper was a wolf. Am I, uh, uh, no. No, that doesn't sound correct. It's always going to be a human. Always going to be a human. Um, do, do, do we feel or think that we miss anything or anybody has to add something or another question? I mean, I do think it's important. Again, I kind of stated it a little bit, but don't be stupid in a graveyard and go catching a charge just because you want to be edgy or cool. You know, yeah. you're, you're going to go to jail. Yeah, you say you're that. you get a ticket. Yeah, well, you also say that, and I, it reminds me of the movie Spawn. I don't know if I've seen Spawn. Oh, my God. Don't, don't judge me. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like, again, like people going there, putting candles on top of a, of a grave and stabbing uh, pieces of meat or stuff like that or animals just because they want to conjure something. That doesn't work that way. No, no, just it the doesn't. movies. Doesn't work that way. You doing that? Are you going to piss some some spirit there? E- even the gatekeeper. Yeah, and also don't think because you've gone in before and you didn't know that there were guidelines. And I don't want to say rules because there's no there's no rules in anything, but there are guidelines. But if you didn't follow all those guidelines, that doesn't mean that you screwed up and something's going to be after you or, you know, that you have to make sure you check off this whole checklist if you go into the cemetery. Because I think that it's, you know, I think that where you're at in your path is good enough at the time. And if you go in with the knowledge that you have, it's going to be good enough. Now, as you gain more knowledge, you incorporate those practices and then it becomes required. Yeah. But it's not, you know, if you didn't know, you didn't know, but I guess what I'm saying. Yeah. If you yeah. didn't know, you didn't know, you know, don't, don't beat yourself up or don't blame yourself. or don't think like you said that, Oh, something has followed me. Right. No, no, no. no. If you were not using Patrick's word, if you were not an idiot <laughs> and you went in there because even if you knew, you know that you have to be respectful to the dead. Mm-hmm. That is something that if you didn't know, then you're in it. No, I don't want to say that. But <laughs> um, but respect, if you are new or you've done stuff before and you didn't know that there were guidelines, 
but you were always respectful, you have nothing to worry about. Now, if you went in there thinking that you owned the place and the graveyard was yours. And started trashing it and breaking headstones. Ouch. Yep. Or insulting the dead. Mm-hmm. You know, like that that's different, right? Um, as always, understand that respect when it comes to working with any kind of spirit is needed. Spirits of the dead <laughs> are among us. Um, any, any anything else? No, I think that's it. You know, find what works for you. Take our take our suggestions. Take our experiences and kind of find a way that works for you that makes it feel more comfortable. And for those who live in Utah and around Utah County, let us know if you want to go to the graveyard with us. We're down. Let's go. (laughs) And we can do an offering. Are we sacrificing you? No. <laughs> I'm the necromancer. You cannot sacrifice me. I'm already I'm already part of them. Uh, we might sacrifice some candy. There candy. you go. All right, all right. I'll give up candy. Done. Let's do it on it the lunar eclipse. eclipse. Yes. So it's do, a lunar eclipse. Do we have any announcements or anything that you will I uh, just want to announce that we are open down here at the Mystic Rock. You've got to come down and see us. We have a whole lot of things down here that no one else has. We have so many more items coming. So uh, we are open from 12 to 7, Tuesday through Friday, Saturday 10 to 7. And we are at 650 North Geneva Road in Orem. Come down, check us out. How, but House of Mystics is also located in here. This is the new home of the House of Mystics. So if you want to come and say hello, you just might find us. Yes. Uh, and also, and each day the, the store is open, we also have a healer and we also have a, a reader, right? Every day. Every day. Uh, Tabata is one of the readers and I am one as well. Also, we're having a summer solstice celebration next Friday. Uh, that's going to be amazing. We have a lot of people signed up for it already. So if you would like to give us a call. 801-471-3144. Get signed up for that. It's going to be at 7 o'clock next Friday, the 23rd. And I believe all of us are going to be there, sorry, right? 7.30. 7.30. 7.30. 7.30. All of us are going to be there, right? Yes, we are. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And like the Mystics page. The Mystic Frog. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like of- my page. Like my page, people. And we have the House of Mystics on Facebook now as well. So you can look through the episodes and comment. Yeah, look to each room because we have many rooms in this house. And each room has different energy, different spirits. So check it out. Also, if you are looking for anything and you are a person who likes to buy things on Etsy. Um, Crescentorance.com. You can always check us out. Handmade, custom work, anything you need. But we also have our stuff at the Mystic Rock. So you can always come check it out here. Yeah. Uh, And if you need uh, a goat or a handyman, right? (laughs) (laughs) We have Patrick the Goat. He's only available as a handyman until five o'clock. After that, it's free goat. 
Yes, it's just a goat. Just a goat. Just a goat. That right? <laughs> <laughs> um, drum circle. Yes, we also have a drum circle coming in. Uh, I don't remember exactly the date, but that's why you need to follow the Mystic Frog page. Yep. Right. Um, also on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Yep, Facebook. We are all over the place. Um, also soon, very soon, we also going to have a a, a Mystic panel. The Mystic panel. Oh yes, we are. And that's going to be for July twentieth. July twentieth. <laughs> July 20th, and actually we are going to be doing some uh, free sample readings online, and uh, it's going to be live, and hopefully we'll be streaming through the, the Mystic Frog page and also the Mystic Frog uh, TikTok, okay? Yep. Um, any other announcements that we might be missing? Uh, well, we want to dedicate this episode to the dead as part of our way to honor them. So we spread the message and people know at least how to respect and honor them. Absolutely. Yes. Well, thank you very much for listening to our podcast. And remember, check our, our questions, our poll to see what are we going to talk about next? Maybe it's about you. Ooh. Have a good night. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.